0: What's up, everyone? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Singlehood, coming to you with this brand new episode. I know that you guys have had a rough past couple of weeks. Um, I understand the tension is very high. The wound is still very fresh. But I want you to know that I'm still praying for you, and I still believe that God's grace is still over your life. God's grace is still over the year 2020, and we can still understand that God indeed is a strategic God, Nothing comes to a surprise to the Lord and that He still cares about everything that you're going through currently. What I want for you all to do is that I don't want for you know the tension that you feel or the images that you see right now on the news to discourage you from praying to the Lord. I want you to still remain steadfast in prayer to God because at the end of the day, you know, God hears our prayers. Your prayers are heard by God and he is still working it out for your good it may not feel like as if he is doing so right now because you don't feel it you don't see it but he is and if you just cling to God and if you just abide in him I'm telling you that you are in a safe place that you are in a safe that is holy that is blessed that is anointed and so I I pray for you and I pray that God would continue to just preserve your life that God would continue to just bless you with a peace that surpasses all understanding because listen guys at the end of the day this world is not our home and I don't want any of us to get so detached so attached um, by this world that we end up not doing the kingdom work that the Lord has called us to do this world guys is not is not our world we are just passing through okay God you know he's coming Jesus is coming again to take you and so I just want to encourage you to prepare for that moment because it could be any time now it could just be any moment now I don't want for us to be distracted Yes, this is a time for you to mourn. This is a time for you to express your emotions. But at the same time, I want you to continue to know that you are a citizen of heaven, that you are a child of God, and that this world is not your home. And that this body that you see here is going to, is not, is not going to be uh, um, able to survive on this earth any longer. It's going to deteriorate. But By the grace of God through Christ Jesus, you will indeed be with God and you will never again be able to suffer uh, the way that you have suffered on this earth. Because where you're going, there won't be any decay. There won't be any sadness either. There won't be any crying of tears. There won't be any pain. Okay, so I just want to just say that word of encouragement to you, because I know I understand the frustration that you feel, especially those of us who are in the the black community, the African-American community. I know the frustration that you feel in this hour, but I want to let you know that we cannot feel more frustration than God himself feels. You know, my mom, she always says this and she is so right on this. She says, you know, we cannot have more compassion than God god has the greatest compassion of all for all people and so if you're crying if you feel the the anguish god feels more anguish and i want to want to let you guys know that god indeed he is a god who is going to act and when god acts if you're not on his side it's not a pretty day and so one of the purposes of this episode is that if perhaps by any chance you're not a believer, I would truly encourage you um, to accept Jesus as Lord, and, as Lord and Savior of your life in this hour. And if you are a believer, but you feel that you have gone astray, this is the perfect opportunity for you to renew your faith in God. Because again, this world, y'all, is meaningless without Christ. Christ is the one that gives us our identity. Christ is the one that gives us purpose. Christ is the one that gives us eternal life. You know, I was I was chatting The other day, I was talking the the other day with um, both of my parents and I was saying to them, I said, you know, sometimes I'm at loss of words because we are so passionate about many causes. We fight. We fight for many things, right? We fight for for equality. We fight for justice. We fight for peace, etc but then there are still some people who are fighting all of these good causes and they're not fighting the good fight of faith. And all of these causes that they're fighting for, that even those causes, there comes a day that these things will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. They're fighting for all these causes and yet they don't know where their eternal home will be. I don't want you to fight every single cause on this earth and you don't fight for your life. And today's episode, I truly just wanna encourage and challenge you to fight for your life, to fight for your real life, because this life, y'all, is not the life. This is not your whole life. This is not your complete life. Your real life is an eternity with Christ, a life that is never-ending. If there's something that truly you need to fight for, fight for you. Fight for your identity in Christ. Fight to hear one day Jesus himself is looking to you in the eyes and saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. You know, a lot of times, especially if you grew up in the church, you will hear scriptures, certain scriptures, you know, um, that were read to us saying, anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And some of us, we've taken it to heart so much that we've become complacent, that we've become very lazy. We don't even want to bear good fruit. Because we see our, our lives as if because Jesus died on the cross for us, we are free to do whatever. As long as we repent, right, we are free to do whatever. You know, it, it's not a requirement for us to bear good fruit. It's not a requirement for us to love, to, to give, to be loving, to be kind, to um, be patient, you know, to have the fruits of the Spirit. Because, you know, all we need to do is call upon the name of Jesus and be saved. But a lot of us, it's as if we're ashamed of the faith. Some of us won't, won't dare to say that we're Christian even in public. How, how can you be ashamed to say the name of Jesus in public or be ashamed to let people know that you're a Christian if Jesus himself didn't die in private for you? Jesus died publicly for you. Jesus himself said if, you, if we're ashamed of him, if we're ashamed to proclaim his name, then he will be ashamed to say our names to the Father. Y'all, I don't know about you, but if you don't feel like this year humbled you, then I don't know what else for God to do for you to be humbled and for you to really give God your life. And when I say you, I'm being very general. I'm speaking to myself today as well, because there's so much that I could be doing for God. I'm not doing enough for God. And it's not it's not enough for us to say, "Okay, well, I'll I'll do more next year because this year, you know, we're in quarantine, the coronavirus and um, in this tension in the world, you know, and all this, you know, uh, division in the United States, etc. We can't use that, y'all, as excuse for us not to do kingdom work. We can't use those things as excuse for us to not proclaim the name of Jesus. Because at the same time, the enemy is able to take these things and purposely allow you to become weary to the point where you're not gonna pray anymore. You're not gonna study your word anymore. You're not gonna fast anymore. You're not gonna worship God anymore because you're gonna start to question your, 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 your Christian faith. You're gonna start to say, oh, maybe God is not real because if God is real, God would have been able to provide us this justice, right? No. Guys, listen. We're in this world, but we're not of it. God never promised us peace on this earth. He promised to give you peace within your heart. A supernatural peace. A peace that surpasses all understanding. But he never promised us peace on this earth. I'm going to say this. It's a hard truth. It's a hard truth to swallow, but I'm going to say this. There will be change in this world. There will be good change. But no matter how many change that we implement, this world will never be perfect. This world will never have peace. It will never have peace. And that is why Jesus is coming again. Because this world is not a peaceful world. That is why Jesus is coming again to take you and to judge this world. He says in his word, my peace I leave with you. He didn't say my peace that I, I, that I leave with this world. No, he, he has given us his peace, but this world does not have any peace and it will never have any peace unless everyone in this earth accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives. But as much as God himself would like every soul to be saved, we know that every soul is not going to be saved because the heart of humanity is just so deceitful and is just so callous and sinful. And so my prayer is that you would not be attached to this world to believe as if this world is your home that you become very lazy in the faith. You become very lazy to bear good fruits. And you're allowing the Holy Spirit to blur your focus. You're, excuse me, you're allowing the the, the devil to blur your focus. And you're not allowing the Spirit of God to protect your focus. You're not allowing the Spirit of God to cause you to bear good fruit. You know, I posted on social media. I was saying, you know, during these couple of days, I've seen some people who call themselves Christians are posting things that are not Christian-like. And I even wanted to come on here and really put emphasis on, okay, then what, what, what does it mean to really be saved, you know? And, and um, what is the difference between a convert and a disciple, you know? And honestly, in my opinion, I also believe that it's very biblical. God's purpose for us is not just to be believers. It's not just to, for us to be comfort in the Christian faith, but his purpose for us is to be disciples, what does it mean to be a disciple? Well, in simple terms, it just means he wants us to be like his son. He wants us to be followers of Christ Jesus in every way. It's not just simply saying, oh, I believe in Jesus, that he was the son of God. But it's for us to say, I believe in Jesus, that he was the son of God. And I want to do the works of the Lord. I want to emulate, right? Or you can say imitate everything that Christ did, I want to do. And so if Jesus was selfless, I want to be selfless. If Jesus preached the gospel, I want to preach the gospel. If Jesus had faith, right, faith enough to allow the Holy Spirit to cause him to heal the sick, I want to have faith, right, and I want to be bold and, and declare heal, healing to the sick as well. Although our Christian faith doesn't require us to do works to be safe, because salvation is only, um, is only been done, right? It's only given to us through Christ. But you, you guys, I'm telling you, God himself encouraged us strongly in his word. Jesus himself encouraged us strongly in his word to do the will of his father, to keep his commands. And Jesus himself, he summarized the commands of the father into two. He says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul. And he also says, love your neighbor as yourself. And right now, society even, you can see humanity is not loving their neighbors and even some of us who call ourselves Christians we're not loving our neighbors we may say that we love our neighbors but speech is not enough love is not it is not seen through speech love is seen through action love is seen through demonstration and Jesus himself when he was speaking to his disciples he said to them he said they will know you are my disciples by how you love and by you keeping my commandments. And so even until his death, he showed the disciples the examples of how to demonstrate love. He was willing to die on a cross publicly for the entire world, including for their disciples. And he says, and he says in, in, in scripture, he said he would rather lose his life to save his friends, right? He laid his life for his friends and some of us we're not even willing to lay a day to spend with our friends or to lay a day to serve our friends but Jesus went to the extent that he died for his friends he died for the whole world and some of us we're not willing to die for to ourselves even for one day to be a servant to God or, or to be a servant to a brother or a sister and I believe in this hour, one of our greatest enemies is not even the enemy himself. Yes, of course he is our enemy. But I believe in this hour, our enemy is our deceitful heart. Our enemy is our selfish heart. It's our selfish nature. It's our prideful nature. And God in this season, even through this entire coronavirus and this quarantine, I believe he wants it to work for our good by allowing us to really break our hearts. He wants us to allow him to purify our hearts. And so at the end of the day, I can tell you I don't believe it's enough to say, Jesus, I believe in Jesus and automatically you're saved. No, I believe salvation is a process. I believe if you genuinely, of course, if you genuinely believe Jesus Christ was the son of God, he died on the cross for your sins. If you genuinely believe that in your heart, yes, I believe God takes it seriously. But then from there, God wants you to show him that you love him. Are you with me? He wants you to show him that you love him. It's not enough for us to say, I love God, but does your heart, does your life demonstrate that you love God? And there's another scripture here. It says, you know, the best way for God to even know that, I'm paraphrasing here. The best way for God to know that you even love him is by the way you love other people, is by the way you love your brother or sister. And how is he going to know if you don't display that through actions? Someone can say that they love you, but if they don't show it through their actions, are you going to tell me that person loves you? So let's change it around this way: If you say you're saved and you're a believer in Jesus Christ, but you don't follow the commands of God, you don't do you don't you don't do the ways of the Lord, right? You're not allowing the Holy Spirit to abide in you and to be leading you in all things, Christ Jesus, and you're still. You know, doing everything that it is that the Lord tells you not to do. Are you telling me that you're saved? You see where I'm coming from? And another thing I really want to put emphasis on tonight, and again, there's going to be a part two, is that Jesus, y'all, he didn't die in private for us. He died publicly. I believe in this season that God is really wanting us as the church to be bold like never before. God wants you to be bold and to let people know from the top of your lungs (laughs) that you are a believer in Christ Jesus, that you are a Christian. You're proud of it. He didn't die for us in private. He died for us publicly. And so there's no no such thing, y'all, as a quiet Christian. There's no such thing as a, a private Christian. When you hear people say salvation is personal, yes, we have our personal relationship with God, but that doesn't mean for us to not Proclaim our faith in God publicly. If someone has to research to see if you're a Christian, then you're doing something wrong. If, I, if someone has to research, if I'm a Christian, then I, listen, I'm doing something wrong. I'm doing something wrong. People shouldn't have to guess if we are believers, y'all. We're supposed to let, let them know up front. Not just by the way that we, of course, it's important for us to live our lives in a way where the person is going to say, hey, how come you're so kind and so loving, you know, then you have an opportunity to say, well, I'm a, I'm a believer in Christ Jesus. Yeah, that's great. But some people, they will see you, you're, you're doing all of these things and they will never ask you, <laughs> you know, and so it's really important for us not just to live our life. Um, in a godly manner, but also to profess it, to proclaim it to other people, you know, to not be ashamed of that label, right? To not be ashamed of that title. That's the best title you could ever have. You can't love your reputation more than you love Christ himself. You can't love yourself more than you love Christ himself. And in the, in the, you know, and, and Jesus said it himself in the Bible. You're not ready to be his disciple if you're not willing to die to yourself, if you're not willing to lift your cross. If you're not willing to do these things, you're not, you're not worthy to follow him, he says. And so as you see this world that we're living in is growing darker and more cold, this should be the signal to you that Jesus is coming soon and you need to really get your life together. You really need to give God authority over your life, complete authority. And I'm speaking to myself too. I need to be able to say to myself, JLP. Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is at the door. You see this world that you're living in, is temporary, it will never have peace. God is the one who is the Prince of Peace, right? Jesus himself is the Prince of Peace. And he says in his word, no man knows the day or the hour, not even the Son of God himself, right? So if that's the case, then I should be living ready every single day. And the way that I'll know that I'm ready every single day is by abiding in Christ. Dying to self every day, following the commandments of God by the the strength of the Holy Spirit, by the Spirit of God. Because again, like I said before, y'all, God knows we will never reach perfection on this earth. But at the end of the day, if you are a true believer in Jesus Christ, then that means that your life is governed by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God will always give you the power to say no to sin. He will always give you the power to say yes to the Spirit and no to your flesh. Again, y'all. We have to show God himself that he can trust us, that he knows that we have accepted his son based on on the way that we, we walk out our salvation in this life. God wants us in this season to be a people that doesn't just profess his name with our lips again, but to be a people that truly Wakes up day, every day, right? Wakes up day and night just seeking his presence, seeking his word. And not just seeking his presence, seeking his word, but actually doing what his word says to do. Now, before I leave, I just want to go ahead and um, share this last part with you. Again, we're going to have a part two, but I really want to go ahead and share this scripture with you. scripture comes from Matthew chapter 7 verse 21 to 23 and we're gonna just close the episode with that just gonna go ahead and expound on that and then we're gonna close it for tonight and next week we're gonna go ahead and do part two so if you have your Bible go ahead and open it to Matthew 7 verse 21 to 23 and if you don't have it that's fine I'm gonna go ahead and read it for you Reading from the New International Version, and this is Jesus speaking. He says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Wow. Wow. Now listen, y'all. Some commentators will tell you, well, there's no way that Jesus was talking to people who actually really believed in him. Because if anyone believed in Jesus, you know, Jesus would never say that. Jesus said that, (laughs) y'all. You know, sometimes we like to complicate what God makes simple. No, Jesus said that. And obviously, these people knew Jesus because... They kept saying, we did all of these things in your name, okay? So that means they profess the name Jesus, okay? And that means they al- also believed in the name. They knew that the name hold power. They knew that the name hold power to cast out demons. They knew the name hold power to create wonders and miracles. But yet, Jesus said to them, I never knew you. And he said, depart from me. You who practice lawlessness. So Jesus didn't go in depth to really describe what type of, of lawlessness he was talking about. But I'm assuming he's also talking about you who don't have pure motives. You who do not have a pure heart. You who are selfish. You who only think about yourself. You who do not profess my name in public, but you only profess my name in private. You who only serve me for my blessings, but you don't serve me because you love me. You don't serve me because of who I am. You serve me because of what I am able to do. Are you guys seeing where I'm coming from here? So when we hear that, that question, how do you know that you're truly saved? You have to do a heart check then. Because your heart will tell you. If your heart only has self and it doesn't have Christ, then you're not saved. And the same applies to me. If my heart only has self and it doesn't have Christ, then I am not saved. And I need to get my life together. I need to go ahead and repent before the Lord and say, Lord. If my heart is not pure before you, if my motives are not pure before you, if I'm just seeking ministry and I'm not seeking your heart, I'm not seeking your will and I'm not doing your will, then Lord God, cleanse my heart, break my heart for what breaks yours and make me be in alignment to your perfect will for my life. And I strongly believe y'all that in this season, God is really doing a heart check. God is really wanting us to purify our hearts and ask him to purify our hearts. God wants to empty our hearts and our lives until he is left. He is the only thing that's left. Sometimes we become so accustomed to the, to the way of this life, right? To the, to the ways of this world that we believe as if this world is our home. But listen, we are just passing through. We are citizens of heaven. Jesus is coming again to take us home. And he says in his word, no man know the hour or day, not even the son of man, not even the son of God, only God himself, the father knows. And if that is the case, then that means any moment, any day now he can come. If you're looking at the state of the world, right, globally, there's so much chaos that any day now he can come. And so what are you going to do with this, with this knowledge, right, with this truth, with this facts, with these facts? What are you going to do with them? Listen, y'all, I love what I'm seeing going on in the world, right? When I say I love what I'm seeing, I'm not talking about the evil and the hatred and the crime, but I'm loving right now that I'm seeing people are passion, have passion, right, to protest, to receive justice. But what also breaks my heart is to see so many people have passion and are fighting for a good cause, right, for, for this world. But they're not even fighting the good fight of faith for their very life i'm talking about the real life this life we live on this earth is not the real life y'all is a temporary one but i'm talking about your eternal life where are you going to spend your eternal home we're fighting for equality we're fi- fighting for justice we're fighting for all of these amazing things but we're not even fighting for ourselves. We're not even fighting for our very life of where we're going to spend our eternity. We're not even fighting to receive salvation and to make sure that our salvation is complete in him. I just want to encourage and challenge you today. While you're fighting for these causes and while you're trying to pursue your dreams and while you're trying to pursue this and that. Are you making sure that your, your life is right before God? Are you making sure that you are right with God? I believe this year of 2020 is a year that God has used to humble all of us. And if you're not humbled, right? And if I'm not humbled, I don't know what else the Lord has to do to really humble humanity in this hour. And what breaks my heart and what's so sad about the whole thing is that the Bible reveals to us that the wickedness will continue to just increase. The evil in the hearts of humanity will just continue to increase. Now, if that's the case, y'all, why are you investing so much of your time and money and things of this world and you're not investing in your eternity? To close, I want to just let you know it's not enough, y'all, for us to just profess the name of Jesus with our lips and we're not professing it with our lives. Hope that you will be able to tune in for part two next week. But before I let you go, if you are not subscribed to the Mastering Single Podcast, I strongly encourage you to subscribe. And I also would love for you to join us on YouTube because, again, we have launched our YouTube channel. We're working very hard to bring out some great content on YouTube. You can find us at JLP Network, okay, at YouTube. And um, remember, y'all, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Praying for you. Take care. It was JLP. Peace out.